Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of Pizza Plus Coffee Equals Code. On this episode, we get to talk to the awesome one-man band uh, who brings you Starstruck Hands of Time. Uh, for the, the people who might not know, uh, could you give a quick rundown of uh, who you are, what you do, and the game as well? Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Max. I'm the... Um... Uh, director and programmer of Starstruck, Hands of Time. And what do I do? I sit in front of a computer for a very long amount of time. Um, and I work on this video game um, with a bunch of very talented artists and composers. And uh, Starstruck, Hands of Time, it's not just a rhythm game, right? Yeah, so it's a... Um, it's a rhythm game and it's also a adventure game. So there's this whole world you can explore and talk to people and you can take on the roles of different characters in the world and see it from different perspectives. And then on top of all of that, it's also a, um, uh, how do I even explain this? It's a sandbox destruction type game. So it's everything takes place in this miniature diorama world where these, these tiny little guitarists that are made of clay and they go around their lives in this world where everything's made of popsicle sticks and stuff like that. And then um, when they get stuck, you can switch over to playing as this giant hand and then um, destroy things that might be blocking their way. So uh, it blends a bunch of different genres together. I think that's probably the the one piece I really wanted to get across to people because... Uh... I've had a good look at the game and everything, and if anybody looks at it and goes, oh, it's just another rhythm game, it's not. It really isn't. Um, there is all this extra stuff to the side, and the pieces that stuck out to me was uh, just how like quirky and humorous and um, batshit crazy, uh, to use a <laughs> phrase, that some of the out-of-the-music or out-of-the-rhythm part uh, is. Did you have any sort of inspiration for some of that? Oh, I'm I'm glad you like that. Yeah, one of my um, worries when making the game was that you know the the, the artists and the composers, you know the lead artists and the lead composer, they've done such an amazing job with their work. One of my worries was, oh my gosh, they're gonna make these amazing stuff. It's gonna totally overshadow anything I could possibly do with the characters of the story. So if it, if that was if that stuff was nice at all, I'm glad. So what was the inspiration? Well, I mean, if you're, I grew up with a lot of games from the early 2000s, that kind of time from Japan, like console games, like on the PS2 and that type of thing. And those games always, we're trying to do something strange, but is also very um, full of uh, raw energy. And I really like that. And so probably I wanted to try to do something like that. And, um, even blend together some things that I thought could work together well. And so that's how Starstruck came about. If we, if we rewind uh, all the way back in time, what originally drove you to be like, hey, I'm going to go make this game? Um, I mean, a lot of people want to make a video game, right? That's not, <laughs> it's not such a strange thing, but the opportunity just arose. Um, I was already a software engineer, so I was already experience with programming and um that being said i had it turned out uh working on like you know uh middleware server type stuff is very different than making a video game so i had a lot to learn <laughs> but uh i was already a programmer and i had um i had 
uh, started talking with um, some other people, artists and composers, and um, the opportunity came up, so I decided to pursue it. Uh, I'm a software engineer myself, so I, I did oh, okay. that. Uh, very big difference. Um, but when we're, we're talking about uh, a game like this, uh, the first thing that comes to mind, uh, song licensing. Is it even in the realms, uh, or is it just something that's like too much of a nightmare to deal with on a grand scale? What do you mean, like licensing songs to ha- put in Starstruck? Yeah, to put um so so right now all the music in starstruck is original um and i have thought about maybe one or two songs that i thought really none of that is in the demo that's out right now but i thought maybe in the future um there are one or two songs that i think could really fit a situation but in general um i you know there's so much original music in the game and that was important we thought to um the handmade feeling of the game because um Part of the story is that you live in, you, everything's in this handmade world and the instruments in the music, a lot of them are live instruments and we have live singers and um, we thought that was in, important to the feeling and also to match with the story. So um, it goes wrong with the game's theme of originality and creativity. So uh, probably song licensing won't be a major thing. It's, uh, as you say, entirely original and uh, creative and uh, let the let the original songs uh, speak for themselves rather than uh, buying something off the shelf. Yeah, also, um, song licensing can get very complicated from the little I've looked into it, so that's, that's less of a headache too. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the ass, definitely. Um, you guys uh, put Starstruck, uh, the prologue, out for free on steam for people to play uh what's the feedback you've been getting from that yeah so the the demo or the prologue it's about the first third of the story and it's on steam right now uh you can play it for free i think it's a pretty generous demo actually it's it's from it's like over an hour long and um it's a significant part of the story and you get to really see a slice of everything in the game and so i think it's a pretty generous demo and in terms of the feedback um, on Steam, it has like over 95% positive reviews, I think. Um, in general, people seem to like it. Um, one of the best things I saw, which I didn't really, I didn't even put this in the copy of or anything or in the description text, but one of the, the best things that felt the best to me was in the Steam reviews. Uh, several people said this feels like a lost PS2 game. And I'm like, wow, that's the best compliment I could ever, you know, the game could ever get. Um, so, I mean, there's definitely things I'm working, you know, there's definitely some feedback, uh, that I've gotten about the game. Like we want control remapping and stuff like that, which I could definitely do. But, um, I've, I've been pretty surprised by the positive response actually. Is it, or I guess, what is the the sort of feeling when you do finally put this out there and it is positive? Is it, uh, a sort of a relief of people want to play what I've made? Um, well, it was it was good to know that um, what I was trying to do it um, with the game was um, people were getting the feeling that I wanted them to get. So it was good to see that like some it was succeeding with some people in terms of achieving my goal. But um, in terms of like feeling like, well, this is awesome. So many people like it. I I, I don't know. I think at the time I was too burnt out to have <laughs> to stop and think about that. So I uh, didn't really have that type of feeling. <laughs> You are taking regular breaks now and not as burnt out? 
Um, well, the thing about in, being an indie game developer is um, that's, that's a little difficult to do. Mm. Gotta burn the midnight oil. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, in terms of a uh, release, uh, are we looking 2021? Yeah, the release date is 2021. Um, the prologue is about a third of the story. So um, good progress is being made. And, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that even when I release the prologue, there's a lot of stuff that's already done that's, you know, just not in the demo right now. So, um, yeah, the game, the development is continuing at a really good pace, I think. Um, and I guess hearkening more back towards that, uh, being an indie developer, is this something that you uh, are devoted to sort of nine to five or is this something you're doing on the side uh, afterwards? Uh, this is uh, what I'm doing full time right now, uh, a little more than nine to five, but um, and uh, yeah, so I'm the only one who works on it full time and uh, there are artists and composers, I'm the only one who works on it full time right now. There's artists and composers who, um, you know, work on it too, but um, yeah, I'm the main full time person. How do you, uh, I guess, find that uh, balance between working on the game uh, and, I guess, making a, a livelihood when you're in the development cycle piece? Um, it's a tough balance. It really depends on um, every person's situation. Um, I mean, there, yeah, indie game development, it can be, you know, very... Um, tough financially it's getting more and more competitive all the time so yeah if someone's thinking about an indie game becoming an indie game developer um you should really think about you should really try to understand how competitive the market has becomes you know even every year it, it gets more and more competitive so yeah it's definitely um it's definitely not like how it was in uh 2013 2014 that kind of time and uh the the name of this podcast is uh of from my software development background, uh, pizza plus coffee equals code. Because uh, on those those really late nights uh, where you're crunching, you're burnt out, what keeps us going is uh, pizza and coffee. Uh, what keeps you going in those those tough nights? Um, well, I don't eat dairy, so probably not pizza. Uh, but what, what about me? Um, I listen to a lot of music. I mean, as a software engineer, you probably do that too, right? Just constantly listen to music. And um, that's part of actually how maybe I started to think about what if it was a game based around music just because I listen to music so much. Um, so music is a big thing. Um, and uh, I'm also pretty bad in terms of like sleeping. Like I, I, I fall, it takes me, it's very hard for me to fall asleep. So that kind of works in my favor a little bit. Um, <laughs> I guess that's about it. Uh, I do have to ask what genre of music it's important. Oh, well, take a guess. Uh, yeah, I'll give you a hint. So I, I actually, I like a lot of genres. Um, but one of my favorite is, is, um, like prog rock concept albums. Hmm. And, uh, cause I think those are so immersive. Like you could just get lost in those. Even as a kid, I remember just thinking like, this is incredible. You could just get lost in these, um, so yeah that's probably my top type of genre i think it's a little uh a little out there a little uh creative and similar to, uh, <laughs> the feel that we see in the game 
Yeah, prog rock is is sadly is sadly not the most popular genre anymore, but maybe one day it'll come back. Everything comes back eventually. You just gotta, <laughs> you just gotta wait long enough for it. Yeah. Uh, with the the development, obviously it's still ongoing. Uh, was there anything that you maybe tried and it didn't work out or it didn't fit the game? Oh yeah, I mean the game has changed so much over the course of it, um, and really this is the first game I've worked on. So uh, I had so much to learn and I had to change so much as it went on. Like originally um, the, the part where you go around and destroy the world as the hand, that wasn't actually in the game at first. Um, but that came about because we were developing the game and we started to create this world and, and we had the idea of what if you could go around and, and destroy it. So, so much changes over the course of development like that. And is that just conversations with mates or uh other indie developers that sort of drive that uh sometimes yeah sometimes it could be mostly if it's a conversation it'll mostly be maybe with um conversations i've had with the lead artist or the lead composer uh other times it's just stuff that i will do myself um but yeah there it, it it's it's really fun bouncing ideas back and forth with the different people involved that's probably has been one of uh, my favorite parts of working on the game. Uh, rolling all the way back uh, to music licensing, if somebody gave you an unlimited budget and you could buy the licensing rights for any one song, what is the one song that you would buy and put into Starstruck Hands of Time? Uh, I don't. I, yeah, I'm not... I think I would just take that money and maybe just, um, I don't know, like use it in other ways. Yeah. Maybe use it in other ways. Like, yeah, it, it, like I said, like having all the music be as much of the music as possible, be original mm. and made, especially for the game is something that I think is important for the concept of this game. You know, maybe if I was working on a different game, I'd want to license music, but for this one in particular, uh, it feels like it would be, um, it, it fits better to just have original music as much as possible. Sweet. And if uh, people wanted to uh, learn more uh, about Starstruck or play the demo, uh, is there a link they can head to to get more information? No. there's. This is the only place that people can find out about it. But uh, no. So you can go to um, you can go to Steam. Well, if anyone, if any of this sounds interesting to anyone, you know, you can go onto Steam and search for Starstruck Prologue, and you can play the demo right there and then. You can uh, try it out for yourself. Um, and you can uh, also follow on Twitter. It's twitter.com slash playstarstruck. And I regularly post uh, development updates there. Uh, sweet. And any, I guess, final words for people who are, maybe they're on the fence and they're thinking, oh, maybe I should give this a shot. I don't know. What do people usually say here? <laughs> some motivational words about how it's a it's a great game and you should give it a try you're gonna love it uh well if you like games um from that era of like the um early 2000s then you'll probably like this game um so just check it out and you know it's free so what do you have to lose and i think there's not really um a lot of games being made right now that are like this so at the very least i think it'll give you a unique experience well, thanks a lot for uh, taking time out of your day to have a chat to us. 
yeah, thanks for talking with me. It was great. It was awesome.